Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Tanto tiempo disfrutamos Este amor Nuestras almas se acercaron Tanto así que yo guardo tu sabor Pero tú llevas Welcome back to the Latin Connection. I'm Griselda Flores. And I'm Leila Cobo in Miami. And this is our weekly podcast of all things having to do with Latin music. And there's so much to talk about this week. But Leila, let, what if we start with chart updates? Um, I want to send, we want to send a congratulatory shout out to Rake, whose song Ya Me Enteré featuring Nicky Jam reached number three on the Latin Airplay chart. And number eight on Hot Latin Songs, which is really great for Rake. They haven't had a, a top 10 song since 2009 yeah. when they had a big hit, Inolvidable, and it reached number three. So they're on their way to surpass that. Yeah, uh, Ya Me Enteré is their second top 10 on Hot Latin Songs. Um, it was there last week at number nine, but now it's at number eight. Uh, should we listen to it? I kind of like both versions, so... We should take a listen to both uh, the original, yeah. the original, and then Nicky Jam uh, version, which is yeah. Li- let's let's take a listen to the original first, and then to the Nicky Jam um, remix, and let's see which one you guys like better. Perfect. <laughs> Ya me enteré que soy el malo y todo el mundo te cree. Estás mejor desde que ya no me ves. Más feliz con otro al lado. Well, that was the original version. It's very romantic. It's very sad. And now take a listen uh, to the remix with Nicky Jam. Ya me enteré que hay alguien nuevo acariciando tu piel. Algún idiota que quieres convencer de que tú y yo somos pasado. Lo haces bien. Yo soy el malo y todo el mundo te cree. Que estás mejor desde que ya no me ves. Y vos feliz con otro al lado. Olvídate de ese perdedor y repítele que yo soy mejor. Which one do you like better, Leila? Oh my gosh, I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> I, I, I got to say, I like both, um, but I, I love the Nicky Jam one too, except that it reminds me a lot of El Perdón. Yeah. I don't know what you think. Yeah, it, it has that same uh, rhythm, that same beat, but, you know, the lyrics are just very rake, very, very romantic. So I, I love I love that rem- the remix too. I think it's my favorite. <laughs> It's a, well, and it's also an example of how well Nicky Jam does with pretty much everything these days, no? And and uh, what I do like about the remix is that it's not like an exact replica of the original song. It has a little twist, so it has the rake romanticism, but with that Nicky Jam twist, and it sounds almost like a brand new track. Yeah, 
and kudos to Rake for actually going out of their comfort zone and tapping an urban uh, reggaetonero to to be part of of their track. I think that was really a, a very smart move on on their part. Yeah, it was smart and brave because it it would seem like a no brainer, but you never know. It could have gone completely in the wrong direction, and it actually works. Exactly. And then uh, there was something interesting going on in Miami this week, right, with uh, Maluma and Ricky Martin. Well, Maluma and Ricky Martin are recording a single together, <gasps> and it's called uh, Vente Paca. And there's actually a little twist here because it's, well, it's it's a great track. It's a very danceable track. It's produced by AC, um, who works with Dr. Luke. Uh, but the Spanish lyrics were written by Ricky Montaner, who's one of Ricardo Montaner's songs. So this is one of those songs that really is kind of a mix of both worlds. It The, the track was born in English. This version is in Spanish. And Ricky says that there's several versions of the song going on. Oh, wow. And were they uh, recording the video in Miami, correct? Yeah, they were taping the video. This was at the SLS Hotel in Miami Beach. And uh, they had several settings for the video, but the one that I saw was the one that they uh, shot at the beach, and it was your typical beach party, but I am told that it's not going to look like your typical beach party once we have the finished product. And it's directed by Jesse Terrero, who of course has been directing all these very high-end, very movie glam videos lately. He's done a lot of stuff for Enrique and for Yandel and uh, for Jennifer Lopez, so he's very in demand. Oh, wow. Well, we'll definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, and we're going to have some exclusive photos online uh, this week from the shoot, so so we can look forward to that. Just a, a sneak peek, at least. To, to we will video. have a sneak peek. <laughs> and you caught on to something that I had no idea was going on, <laughs> which is that Frank Ocean has a Latin connection. He does have a Latin connection with his many things that he dropped uh, over the past few days his visual album short film called Endless, his new album called Blonde, and then he also uh, dropped a magazine full of poems, one by Kanye West. But um, there's this Venezuelan-born uh, producer. His name is Alejandro Gersi, but he's known as Arca. And he's credited on Endless, uh, the visual album that dropped um, along with all the projects that Frank Ocean debuted. So he's credited on a interlude uh, a 30 30 second interlude titled mine um but it's not the first time that he works with someone uh like a megastar like frank ocean uh this um he's from caracas he now lives in london but he's worked with kanye west with bjork uh fka twigs he was actually a production consultant on uh, kanye west yeast's 2013 album Oh, that's fascinating. There's a lot of people doing music in different parts and in different areas that we don't hear about because they're typically not on our Latin charts, uh, but they're doing amazing stuff, and this is a great example. Yeah, you, Leila, you have to check out his music. He's actually um, releasing his third album called Reverie, but he has two previous albums and uh, mixtapes, and they're super, super trippy, super hypnotizing. Let's take a look at one of his mixtapes. Uh, I would love to hear some. Yeah, the latest one is called Entrañas. It's 25 minutes long, but we'll give you a 30-second uh, peek at it. <laughs> but it's, trust me, it's hypnotizing and it's super cool. Let's, let's take a listen. <laughs> Thank you. 
it'd be awesome to get um, Arca on the podcast. I'd love to talk to him. He seems really cool. Well, let's reach out. Yeah, we should. We should. <laughs> He's doing great things. So, so we we'll we'll try to get him on the Line Connection podcast soon. And completely on the other end of the spectrum, if anything can be any different, it would be our friend Juan Gabriel, who we are honoring this week at, on in Billboard magazine, by the way. We're doing a big special because Juan Gabriel is having, oh my gosh, I think a banner year. This is a superstar and he's having probably the best year of his life, perhaps. Mm-hmm. He's kicking, He actually kicked off his uh, Mexico is Todo tour in the U.S. just last week and would you say that this is his most ambitious tour yet it is his most ambitious tour yet that's what they're saying he's traveling with over 100 people including his full mariachi band of course he always does that an orchestra over 20 dancers and what they've done is since his tour last year did so well it was the highest grossing latin tour of the year in the united states Wow! Uh, so this time around they're doing a 360 stage so what that means is that you have like a round stage in the middle of the arena so you can accommodate more seats so that tells you a little bit of how big he is and uh, how well he's doing right now would you say that kind of resembles uh, a palenque stage where it's kind of in the middle and then everyone's around it? That's exactly what it does, except that it's a very expensive palenque. <laughs> say. Yes. Because it's in arenas and he commands uh, premium prices. I mean, Juan Gabriel is, is just doing so well. But it's a great example of how Mexican music, although Juan Gabriel, of course, is kind of, he straddles both worlds, no? Regional mm-hmm. Mexican and mariachi and pop. But how there is such a big audience for this and they're willing to pay a lot of money for a good show. And this guy just gives a great show. I mean, you've been to his concerts, Greece, And have. you know that he sings. He'll sing for three hours, for four hours without a problem. And, and he'll just go on and on. He has, his energy is just amazing. Like, literally, you don't stop dancing with him along, uh, along with him during the concert. It's amazing. It's definitely one that you should see once it's, in your It's life. a bucket list kind of show. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, yes. And And then the other thing about Juan Gabriel is that this week he debuts at number one on our top Latin albums chart with an album called Vestido de Etiqueta por Eduardo Magallanes. And that translates to Dressed uh, in Black Tie by Eduardo Magallanes, who is uh, a producer and arranger who first signed Juan Gabriel back in 1971. And uh, what he's done here is he's taken a lot of his big hits and he's rearranged them for a big orchestra and Juan Gabriel re-recorded all the tracks and let's hear a little bit it's like symphonic Juan Gabriel Si me voy donde vaya Yo te llevo conmigo No me dejes ir solo Necesito de ti Do you have a favorite Juan Gabriel song? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I have very, I have several favorite Juan Gabriel songs. Um, I would have to say that my favorite is, oh my God, Grease, now it's escaping me. I would say that my favorite is Hasta que te conocí. Oh, that's a good one. Mine is uh, Querida. 
Is it really? You yeah. know, that's my least favorite Juan Gabriel song. Really? Am I terrible? I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. Hasta que te conocí is actually the title of the new Telemundo series that's coming up this year. And it is. Yeah, there's a new teaser trailer that looks super interesting, very emotional. I'm looking forward to that. I am too. And of course, you guys can go online, check out the trailer. Um, that series is was done with uh, Juan Gabriel's Blessing. And uh, and it's supposed to be really marvelous. It already started airing in Mexico, but it'll start here in the fall yeah. on Telemundo, by the way. Yeah, and then uh, as Juan Gabriel is ready to kick off his U.S. tour, there's Monsieur Perine. Let's go. Uh, there our interview of the week. Uh, Monsieur Perine just wrapped their U.S. tour. Um, they're a Colombian Colombian band. They won the best the Latin Grammy for best new artist in 2015. Um, mm -hmm. They're from Colombia. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're a great band, frankly. They have this really funky, very different sound. They do like a take on, on, on it, it's a mix of French cabaret and alternative. And it's, uh, you used the word trippy before. I think it's very trippy, but it's very compelling and it works. It sounds very different to anything else I've heard. Mm -hmm. They were um, in L.A. For, for a concert, so we caught up with them. But I checked out their show, and it, it just their music kind of transports you to different eras. You know, there's jazz, there's boleros. It, it's really amazing. So during this interview, uh, they visited our offices here in, in L.A., and they talked about, you know, how their life changed after winning the Latin Grammy. Um, they actually shared really cool anecdotes uh, about when they were recording their, their album Caja de Musica. Uh, Calle 13's Visitante actually produced it and mm -hmm. they shared really cool stories of when they were in the room recording that he actually um, used Disney film characters as, as inspiration <laughs> <laughs> there was actually, that's hilarious yeah he actually um, The Little Mermaids uh, was one of them so they shared those stories they also talk about their upcoming album so let's check that, that interview out so tell us, guys, what's been going on since you guys won the Latin Grammy for Best New Artist. How did that change your life? What have you guys been doing after that? Tell us about that moment to now. Work, work, work. <laughs> like the work. Rihanna song? <laughs> yeah, doing. But, right, just all year long. but that's great, right? Yes, that's perfect. It's amazing. Because last year... When before recording Caja de Musica, um, it was like the third year that we were touring our first album, and we were pretty tired about it. You know, we wanted to bring new music, but when we started to record Caja de Musica, we took like I don't know six months, like six break months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was very long. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. For us, because we were touring for two years. Wow. We so, so now we are again on the road and we didn't stop since uh, the Grammys. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because yeah. we went to Mexico in November last year. So. And this and year has been very special because we have been touring a lot in the, in US. the US, US, right? We yeah. started in January, then we went again in April, then uh, we were playing the last um, the last month in July. We were mm -hmm. playing New York, Central Park, Philadelphia again, and now we are doing like this West Coast tour. And then the Midwest as well, right? Yes. Like and Chicago. We yeah. And we went to, uh, for the first time, we went to uh, Guatemala. <gasps> nice. Seeing new cultures. More doors, like for us. Oh, for yeah. sure. Nice. More work. More work and more opening doors. That's yeah. amazing. I, I always think that Colombia has such an amazing musical scene going on right now. Yeah. It's so it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. It's growing very fast. And uh, it's great to have this opportunity to be touring and representing, of course, this new... I feel like it's a new wave. Yeah. Because... I just talk, I talked to Esteban last week, and it's a new wave because there used to be a lot of urban taking over, reggaeton. And it is. I think so still, but now it's, I feel like you guys are the fresh face now. Yeah, it's, I think that this alternative scene grew a lot, mm -hmm. so there's not anymore just alternative, that's, it is also something that it's going on and growing very fast mm -hmm. in Colombia. And um, it's very nice to be working with our friends, you know, like Esteban and uh, other others friends from our band that mm -hmm. are also touring. And I have this feeling that uh, people from outside of Colombia, they they know that this is going on in Colombia. They so do, yeah. Like before that it was, I don't know, just Carlos Vives, Shakira, Juanes, you know, mm. but there's a lot of bands and different bands mm -hmm. like rock bands like Diamante Electric mm -hmm. you know, or this pop uh, mixed with, with folk music from around the world like us or like Esteban or the cantautor uh, scene like Juan Pablo Vega or Manuel Medrano mm -hmm. you know it's growing a lot so I think yeah we are like a young generation that are now showing different faces of 
I will be thankful. Mm-hmm. Where do you think that that how was that born? That new generation and where did they get their influences from? Internet or where did you guys really get your the internet? Yeah, <laughs> like globalization stuff was really important in Colombia. Like we we for example we started playing uh, kind of music which the new for internet or by internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think many people has like open new new doors of influences uh, because of internet and also because of uh, for example uh, costs in in the in music industry for example recording everybody can record in their house with a you know with a little interface yeah so more music has been like uh, recorded and produced in colombia and but i think that is also because colombia is a diverse country mm-hmm. you know we have such a diverse different yeah. roots you know and, and ver- a lot of music going on mm-hmm. our roots our culture is expressed by music okay we, we have like our traditional music it's alive and it's not just one genre it's like a lot of different traditional music mm-hmm. going on so and since I don't know how long uh, people or artists from the main cities are mixing this music as Carlos Vives did it okay. when he was young so mm, it's very nice to, to to live in a city like Bogota where everybody come the from the different pot. cities yeah. Yeah. and this there's this scene that we are talking now about uh, takes a lot of this also, you know, because we have musicians from different cities because mm-hmm. of uh, internet. Oh wow! And okay. It's expressed in the music. Yeah. We were thinking about doing the second album and thinking about what to do, you know, who uh, and with who we were gonna work. Mm-hmm. And Eduardo started following us on Twitter. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was um, surprised because you know mm-hmm. you always follow your your idols. Of but course, your idols. <laughs> <laughs> it's not common that they follow, follow you back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So once he started following us, and I I text Santiago like, hey, look, mm-hmm. what what is going on? So and then we got an email from one of the of their staff like mm-hmm. the technical staff to to s- to set a meeting because they wanted us to to do an opening show for Caipres in Colombia and we had the chance to meet Eduardo mm. and he was like hey man you you are amazing i really like your music i found that this is very unique in what is going on in Latin America and I want to see you live, and yeah, this oh wow. I really like that. I found it on internet, and we're, we 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 didn't expect that. Yeah. So um, he also talked about the his new project to to be part of producing, and we were in this moment like to start to start the new album. Yes. Okay. So of course we couldn't <gasps> this opportunity. No. And um, when we told him to 
to work with us. He was really happy to do it. And he went to Colombia uh, to record one song to see what, what mm -hmm. was going to happen. The first song was, was El Patricio. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Okay. And we were stuck with, with the song. We, we didn't know how to, to, to finish it. Mm -hmm. So we were like uh, kind of um, disappointed because it was a song that we really liked it, but we couldn't find like an end. Like uh, we, we, we couldn't decide how to finish the structure of okay. the song. And we were stuck. And he arrived, we had a rehearsal to uh, sit on his knees on the floor, like, okay, let's start playing. So we start playing the song. And he was like with his eyes closed, kind of dancing with his uh, arms. And like, he was, yeah, do, do this again with the kick again. And he started like building mm -hmm. what we were couldn't find wow. in two hours. <laughs> 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 so we went after that and we recorded the song and he's like, okay, let's do the album. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's really nice. Because he was not, you know, like the type of guy that maybe you can find also as a mm -hmm. producer, like that, like with that uh, vision. Yeah, like a closed mind, mm -hmm. or I don't know, like in talking just about music, he was also feeling it, you know. Mm -hmm. like he was not just talking about notes and Chords. harmonies, and yeah. He was in, o sea, yeah. totalmente. That's what we like it a lot, or at least me, mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. him, the way that he felt the music. Okay. Like and also, when we were recording the album. <laughs> when we were trying to design like the emotions of every song because we didn't want it to be an album with the same formula for every song we are not like that mm -hmm. so we tried to to do different uh, songs like different emotions in every song and we were doing when we were doing that he was always going to like to cinematic uh, okay. cinematographic reference oh wow and like yeah when I don't know, he was always going to these heroes um, as, Moments. yeah, and Somebody. when somebody dies and the other wins and, you know, like, <laughs> what, Disney, what were some of movies? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, like, uh, he, the way he re represents like music, Braveheart or I was know. <laughs> cinema, cinematographic examples, yes. That's amazing. So for example, uh, I don't know, in some song which explodes. Uh, he would use a he would say, okay, like this, a scene this, from a movie. This, yeah, this moment is like when you you cut your veins and you scream and you and he was like, okay, let's do that. He, he was <laughs> using one one scene of one movie. Which one was? Uh, for example, there in Guaguani we used the Little Mermaid. Yeah. No way. Like, <laughs> like the cangrejo. Yeah. The guy, the, the guy who plays the the, lo the lobster. lobster? The yeah, but he was lobster. also using a, uh, a scene of ro uh, uh, of something of Robocop or something like that. Maybe. Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. Yeah, that he inspired he inspired us in the song. Ah, oh, <laughs> that's so I great. Ah, <laughs> Hotel Budapest. Hotel Budapest. Yeah. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, like in terms of, of, of sounds, also like recording, we, we we also like had references from movies, like uh, soundtracks mm -hmm. from movies. So, for example, from Up. Your album is like a soundtrack to a movie, and, and it should be. <laughs> now because 
we were we are talking about uh, the experience of traveling mm -hmm. our experience so what we wanted is to help people to be on the landscape feeling this yeah to 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 approach to to these landscapes where we were because mm. we are going to make a okay. journey a uh -huh. diary of, of the places we have been like mm -hmm. europe mexico or latin america different places so we have these songs in Pasuchi, we have the same Marinovoni, which is like the beach. We have Libertad, which is like the mountain, uh, and other songs which are like, I don't know, different, different feelings yeah. and different places and different instruments also in each song. There, there's a song which has like a Portuguese guitar uh, with a sound like klezmer, like Eastern European mm -hmm. sound. And we, we were like trying to do this, the, the whole album, that you can listen from the first song to the last one, and you can do this. It's like a trip. You go on a journey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a trippy album, yes. We're planning to go to Mexico, record a new album, mm. and then we also have like uh, of uh, confirmed shows uh, for the next year here in in United States. Okay. Um, I knew one new release, which we are, we are very like excited to go there because it's I it's think a culture. That yeah. Is, yeah. Th th that is like really connected with the music we like, mm -hmm. like Frenchy style, it's like, I don't know, the with American yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like Latin America, you're gonna tell me. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have kind of like an idea already what you guys want to do with the new album or no? We are composing <laughs> and we are like, like uh, finishing this tour, like summer tour, to put all the ideas, mm -hmm. all the experiences into songs okay. and then decide what we're gonna do. but. We have been like talk, talking. We have been talking like with different people to like to put also a team of okay. producing a nice album. Perfect. And we hope to I think we're gonna wor work again with Eduardo <gasps> and Fab <gasps> Dupont, which is like a French uh, uh, he makes the producer. Oh, okay, okay. We, we will we will work also with him. So we're like. Trying to to see what what happened and to get the money. Yeah. To work a lot to <laughs> save money to pay that that album. Yeah. So that was Monsieur Perinet. Uh, they're getting ready to release their new album probably next year. They don't have a release date yet, but um, check out their music. You know, I think it's it's a good good listening music and de definitely check it out. We should say goodbye this week with a little bit of, of Messier Perine. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's end it. They actually sang, uh, while they were here in the interview, they actually sang a piece of their track, which is probably one of my favorites. It's called Mi Libertad. So we can end it with that. And we'll see you right here next week in another edition of Latin Connection. This is Leila Cobo. And Griselda Flores. Hoy me levanté en otro lugar, siento ansiedad, la necesidad de contar quién soy, para no morir, para no olvidar que la vida es un pequeño soplo de libertad. Hoy seré canción, volaré detrás de las coplas del trovador del campo y de la ciudad.
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.